240-587-3186. If you need advice, I'm the girl to call. Constance, the podcast got you all. And it's 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance, the podcast. I'm your host, Constance Annan. Y'all know what's crazy? When I was doing the theme song, I realized I did forget the words. I forgot the number two, which defeats the purpose of the song because the song's there for you to memorize the number speaking of the number speaking of the intro y'all know i love to give advice today we're doing advice column submissions of course like i always say shout out to the people on reddit because when y'all don't need advice they do they hold it down they keep the show going all right shout out to them shout out to the ones that keep on tuning in because the listens the views the downloads the subscribers they going up i fucks with y'all Today's first advice column submission reads, Dear Constance, girlfriend invites a friend to sleep over my house without asking. I'm sorry about the grammatical mistakes. English is not my main language. So basically the title, I just had a fight with my girlfriend of two years because she invited a mutual friend of ours to sleep over at my place over the weekend. Basically, they both had been planning this for two weeks now, and she decided to tell me now that our friend will be coming over tomorrow and staying until Sunday. Well, I don't mind our friend is coming over. I find it disrespectful that she took this decision on her own without asking me. We're not living together. I'm living by myself. I think it's common sense to ask before inviting someone to someone else's house. She sees absolutely nothing wrong with this, and she thinks I'm overreacting. Obviously, she also refuses to apologize. On top of that, she also said that if I don't agree with the sleepover, she would just go and sleep over at her place, as she should have, so that they don't bother me. Is my girlfriend starting to lose respect for me? Uh, I ain't fucking with nothing that she did. I would think so. I think she just doesn't have any regard or care for your thoughts in this case. You should definitely be firm in your, no, this person can't sleep over. Well, if you don't mind them sleeping over, just be firm and letting her know that you don't fuck with that. And honestly, I wouldn't let the friend sleep over because she's talking about she could go spend the night at her house so that they don't bother you. And you said it was passive aggressive. Therefore, let her go and sleep at her friend's house. But before she does, you communicate to her that you, you know, don't be passive aggressive about the situation yourself. You let her know that you're upset. You're not fucking with that. And you would feel more comfortable if they just went to her house. Matter of fact, she can't spend the night. The friend can't spend the night. Nobody can spend the night because it's your house. And then after that, I would also have the conversation. And before that, whatever, talk with her about the boundaries that you have in regards to your place and in regards to the respect that you demand or expect out of this relationship. And if she cannot abide by that, if she cannot respect what you ask of her, then let her go. Hope that was some helpful advice, okay? First of all, everybody that is watching and listening, leave a comment down below. Give this person some advice. I guess you can only do so if you're watching on YouTube. But if you're listening on podcast streaming platforms, head on over to YouTube and interact. Let's hear what y'all have to say. Next advice column submission reads, Dear Constance, Boyfriend calls me argumentative anytime I try to bring up something that bothers me. Title pretty much says it all. My boyfriend and I have been together for two years, and this is something we've been struggling with recently. The latest issue has been that I never feel like he does any any romantic or thoughtful gestures for me, like flowers or literally doing anything he thinks would make me happy. Because whenever I bring up the flowers thing, he'll usually get me. He'll usually get me them like a week after I bring it up. But never again unless I bring it up again. I do things like this for him all the time. And it's not that I 
do it because I expect something back. I do it because it makes me happy to make him randomly happy. But to never have it ever reciprocated makes me feel like shit. He says he never thinks of it because what, whenever he's not working, his main focus is to come pick me up so we can go together so it doesn't dawn on him to grab something for me. So we can be together, sorry. I brought this up recently that it doesn't feel like he's prioritizing and listening to my needs and he didn't speak to me for a day and some change and then says, I don't know what this priority talk is, is, but I'm tired of it. I wanted to come pick you up after work, but you just decided to argue with me. Part of me wants to break it down to love languages and he just doesn't think of it because he prioritizes the quality time, but I don't know how to feel because I've also repeatedly stated how important it is to me to feel appreciated and the big way to do that is through romantic and thoughtful gestures it's so frustrating when he calls me argumentative anytime i bring up an issue or something that bothers bothers me and i told him it bothers me i feel like i can't talk about things that bother me without him casting me out to be some argumentative bitch and not just that i'm actually hurt and upset about something and i just don't know how to go about this conversation anymore okay it sounds like he <sighs> sounds like he's just not I get, just like the last person that doesn't respect or have any regard for how you feel. I think it's kind of gaslighting that every time you say how you feel, he says, I mean, you're being argumentative. You don't care. And I, I get the whole one to break it up into love languages things, but like fuck love languages. No love language should prevent you from listening to what I say, acknowledging what I say and making changes in your actions. Actions always speak louder than words. Um, I think this conversation going forward just needs to be, you expressing that this has nothing to do with you being argumentative and you just wanting like you expecting something out of a relationship. And to me, I also think that it's important that you understand that you don't have to stick around for this. It's boyfriend, not husband. Even if it was husband, you don't got to stick around for that either. If you have an expectation, you've communicated the expectation and they're not meeting that expectation, go find someone that meets the expectation. And I'm not saying jump for this relationship straight to another relationship, but I'm just saying you have the option. You don't have to stay with this person. Um, yeah, I think whenever you communicate, you expect something out of someone, they should be willing to do it. Or at that point, communicate to you that they're not going to. And at that point, you get to make the decision, do I stay or do I not stay? So I think that answers your question. That's the best I know how to answer it. And then y'all been together for two years. Like, come on. Like, come on. In two years, he's made no effort to do anything that would make you happy as far as love languages go. Fuck his love language. He just doesn't respect yours you get what i'm saying all right next submission this one reads dear constance bringing an overnight bag to this place question mark i've been seeing this guy over a month and i've slept over his house twice both times have been a night out so the next day when i wake up and i'm a mess i have old makeup all over my face my hair and my breath are a mess and i have to put my dirty going out clothes back on when we go out for breakfast in the morning we're going out tomorrow night, and he's asked me to stay over. Would it be weird if I bring an overnight bag? Nothing crazy, just a toothbrush, makeup, wipes, cleanser, moisturizer, hairbrush, deodorant, and a change of clothes. I don't want to scare him off by bringing all this stuff, but I don't want to feel disgusting the next day. I think you should just talk to him. Boyfriend, right? Oh, this guy you've been seeing? Well, okay, I guess he's not your boyfriend, but regardless, I would just say, hey, I noticed I've been spending the night the last couple times we've gone out. How do you feel about me bringing my stuff so that I'm prepped for the next day? Or just asking straight up, can I spend the night tonight? And if so, 
bring your shit because like if you spend the night you should have a toothbrush at the very least i don't know just talk about it just communicate i think you should just ask straight up and if it scares him off then at that point you can take it upon yourself to communicate whatever else you're thinking in that moment or just accept that it scares him off and move on with the situation you know not scares him off but like let's say he's uncomfortable with it i'm sure he'll communicate to you i'm uncomfortable with that and you just take it and you're like all right i won't do that anymore type of thing you know just talk about it i would just communicate okay making sure i'm not being dismissive but yeah just talk about it that's the best thing you can do that's the best thing you can do in any relationship y'all remember the four agreements miss ma'am to the woman or to the man to whoever left this to whoever left this um, advice, comment, submission, you should check out my um, podcast episode about the Four Agreements book. Anyways, one of the points in that book is one of the principles to go by is to not assume. So just straight up and ask how you feel. Ask your questions. Ask this person if you can spend the night, and they will tell you what they think so you don't have to come up with scenarios, right? Okay. Next advice column submission reads, Dear Constance, my GF constantly lies to me, and I don't know what to do. I'm a 27-year-old male, and my girlfriend is 26. My girlfriend lies to me all the time about big, almost relationship-ending things to small, inconsequential things. We've had countless discussions about it at this point, and after another little completely obvious and dumb attempt at a lie, I'm just sick of it. I've never uttered a falsehood to her, and even before ever having lying come up, when we first met and became serious, I took time and effort to express how important truth and honesty is to me, personally, but also fundamentally for our relationship. What do I do? What do I say anymore? How do I approach her or tell her I've been completely lost? I've completely lost her trust in her word. I mean, lying is a huge fucking deal breaker for me. If you can't tell the truth, then you're just fucking weird. So I would just straight up and say, you know what? Just remind her of the principles and expectations you set in the beginning of the relationship. Let her know that it's unsettling to you. And honestly and truly, I would end the relationship because if she's lying now, she's going to lie again and again and again and again and again and again. You can't really stop a liar from lying. People going to do what they want to do. You accept it. Like, you see it for what it is, you accept it, and you move on. So, this is a liar. You don't like liars. Break up with the liar. You get what I'm saying? That's what I would do. Most definitely. As soon as I heard the first lie, I confront them and I get out of it. Lying is not a normal trait. Like, you shouldn't wake up and think about lying. Big or small things. Like, that can't be a habit that you have. That's not cool. Because if you can lie, then you're sneaky. If you're sneaky, then what the fuck else can you do in my life that might be unsettling to me? Something right about liars, okay? So, what you should do is in the relationship. Because you've lost trust in her word. And if you can't trust somebody's word, you can't trust shit about them. All right? Let's run a brief intermission, y'all. These lights are killing me. I have a major headache. Y'all know I was supposed to actually go out somewhere. I had, like, I I was invited somewhere. I really wanted to go to it. I thought it was next week. And so I'm getting ready to podcast. And I look at my phone and I see the text. It's like, I'm on my way to pick you up. And I'm like, damn, I got a podcast. I cannot podcast because it's, it's already, it's already 7 o'clock. So I don't know how long I would have been out. And this is important to me. I told myself I was going to do this. So I'm glad I did it. Bummed out I missed the, the event. But I'm sure there'll be more to come. So let's run the brief intermission and um, we'll be back. Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, 
The number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. All right, you guys, I am back. Okay, we have a few more advice comms submissions. Then we'll play the card game. Let's get deeper. We'll chat a little bit, and then we'll wrap up today's podcast. Okay, full itinerary. I really love when I do that for y'all, so y'all know what to expect. All right, let's get into it. The next advice comms submission reads, Dear Constance, I want to break up, but I care about her son. Me and my girlfriend have been together for six years, and it's just not working out anymore. I want to break up, but I've become a pseudo-father to her son. His dad isn't in the picture, and I'm afraid if I'm gone, he'll have a hard time without a fatherly influence. I've been raising him since he was five, so I'm basically all he knows. He's aware that I'm not his dad, and he calls me by name, but everything else is a father-slash-son relationship. I'm not sure how to go about the breakup and to keep an impact to him at a minimum. I feel like when you break up with the girl, you break up with the family. But I can also understand, you know, I have some... Some empathy for the situation. You want to stay in the boy's life because he deserves a father. You've been that father. Six years. All right, cool. I get it. I think you break up with the lady. You let her know that the breakup is not, like, you let her know that the breakup is not something that you're doing to end a relationship with the son. I think ultimately she has a say in whether or not you're in the son's life or not. That's not your kid. So you can communicate with the with the girlfriend, soon to be ex-girlfriend. Let her know, hey, I want to be in the boy's life. Either she gives you permission or she doesn't. If she doesn't give you permission, then you got to just kind of move on with your life. If she gives you permission, then all right, cool. Um, yeah, uh, that's why I don't do the, the kids thing, people with kids, because then you you playing the pseudo daddy slash mommy role, and it's like, now what? And then also, if you think about it, if y'all break up and she ends up with somebody else, I highly doubt the new boyfriend, maybe husband, whatever, is going to be cool with you hanging out with the son because he's going to assume the, the pseudo-father role next. I think you just talk to the mom. I guess she, I think she has the ultimate say in all of this, okay? So I hope that helps. Maybe going forward, you know, kind of avoid the ones with the kids or think about that going into it. I don't know. You're not in the wrong. I get it. You've been with the girl for a long time, so you would form that relationship, but I'm always against dating people with kids. You're a real one for doing so. I always say shout out to the people that can do it too because I know I could not. Next and last advice column submission for today reads, Dear Constance, is it cheating? Some time ago, I found out that my boyfriend contacts escorts or sex workers for news, and I told him that it makes me uncomfortable, and it feels like you're cheating on me. Just yesterday, I asked him, and he told me he never stopped. He would contact escorts and wait for pictures and then block. He also told me he looks up massage parlors with happy endings. Wow. He said he would never even get a message, excuse me, a massage, because he doesn't trust himself around women if she were to touch him. I definitely feel betrayed. I know he hasn't done anything physical, but I wonder if this will become more. <clears throat> is it cheating? It's borderline cheating. It's damn near cheating. Why is he taking getting pictures of other girls? Escorts. I mean, I don't really know what an escort is. That's like a prostitute, but I guess that's beyond it. He's just getting nudes. I mean, the bottom line here is it makes you uncomfortable. You've spoken to him about it, and he hasn't changed his efforts and actions. That seems to be a reoccurring theme with everybody in today's episode. If you communicate, first of all, all of these people are boyfriends, so nobody is married, meaning y'all can leave. They're boyfriends and girlfriends, so you can leave. In this situation, you're not married, so I wouldn't feel tied down. 
And he's not respecting what you say. When people don't respect what you say, why stay with them? If they don't respect this, they're going to respect a lot of shit. You ain't going to get too much out of this person because they ain't abiding by what you've set in place, the boundaries that you've set for the relationship. I wouldn't want to be in something like that. I think you got to break up with them because, like, yeah, you told him. He's still doing it. Niggas going to massage parlors with happy endings. Like, he just doesn't care. I don't even think he need to be in a relationship. And I don't think you need to be in this relationship. You get me? So I think <clears throat> that is the best way I know to answer that question. I hope that is the advice you're looking for. Everybody, if you've been watching, if you've been listening, interact. Leave your, your advice down below in the comment section. I want to see what y'all have to say. I think I gave some pretty good advice. Interested to see what y'all think. Pretty sure all of my advice was spot on because y'all know that's what I do. If you need advice, y'all, you guys can leave an advice column submission by giving me a call. 240-587-3186. 240-587-3186. Give me a call. Leave a voicemail. The voicemail will be played here on this podcast and I'll address and answer your submission here on the next episode. You can also click the link down below in the description box or the link in my Instagram bio. That will direct you to my advice column and there you can leave an anonymous submission. Instagram bio or Instagram name, I'm sorry, is at Constance the Pod. So let's play the game. Let's get deep. Card game for those of you guys that are new. First card is a deep. And it reads, is there a place where you're a regular customer and where? Excuse me. I've told you guys on several different occasions. If I go to a restaurant, I like the restaurant. I keep going till I can't go no more. I think right now, I, I, I'm definitely a Chipotle regular, but I haven't been to Chipotle that much recently. I'm a huge, I don't want to say the restaurant's name. It's the place that I go get the smoothie. I don't want to say the place's name because I feel like it's the only one that exists and y'all get, will get a little bit too much insight on where I live and all that. <laughs> and I don't need people drinking up all my smoothies, okay? But, I mean, if you're from where I live and you know where I live, then you know it's only one smoothie place. Anyways, I'm a, I'm a regular there. And it's good. It's a really good restaurant. I mean, not a restaurant. It's like, it's like a really good smoothie place. I go there every day. After the gym, I go there. They have the best mango smoothies. I recently started getting mango and peach. But to be honest, it tastes just like the mango smoothie. So, I don't. <laughs> Ooh, oh, my goodness. I think that's the first time I've ever sneezed on this podcast. Okay. Excuse me, but yes, I go to the smoothie place. I go to the smoothie place a lot. I'll become a regular anywhere if the food's good enough. It's crazy as when I used to work in fast, like when I used to work in the food industry, I hated regulars. I guess at any place I hate regulars. Like, why are you coming here every damn day? But I get it because I'm some people's regulars. Isn't it crazy how we're like, we're main characters in our lives, right? And then you got the, the supporting characters, the supporting roles in your life, right? But what's crazy is, they're the main characters in their life and you just a part of their life. So I walk into buildings like I walk into establishments and they're like, Oh my God, this girl, that's sad. But, <laughs> or maybe they're like, Oh my goodness, this girl. Cause nobody really goes to that smoothie place whenever I go. So maybe I'm keeping them in business. Who knows? Regardless, I am a part of someone's life, but I'm not the main character. And that's crazy. I'm trying to think if I want to do one more card or just save the card for tomorrow. I think just save the card for tomorrow. My head not even head. It's like this area right here on my nose. Is it a migraine? I don't know the difference between migraine or headaches. Either way, I don't get them often and I can't bear them when I get them. So let's end today's episode. Again, if y'all need advice, y'all know what to do. Call the number 240-587-3186. 
follow me on Instagram at ConstanceDPod. Follow me on TikTok at ConstanceDPod. Leave today's episode a review and a rating. If you liked it, you fucked with the advice that I've given, if you fuck with my past episodes, please leave me a review and a rating. Honestly, if you watched every episode this week, if you watched two out of the four episodes this week, you should probably go leave a review and a rating and just say, like, Constance is that girl. That's the template for you, so you don't got to do too much thinking. Go type that. Um... What else do I need y'all to do? Follow my personal pages on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Twitter, at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm working on a month of April vlog. I'm not going to lie. This month has been so uneventful. I don't know how I'm going to spice up that vlog, but there's that. Um, I've been trying to get in contact with the pole place, but they're not open during the, the pole dancing place. That's something I've been trying to get into, like I told y'all, but they haven't been open every time I try to call. They don't open until like the end, the end of the day. I'm going to try to call after this episode. But, yeah, just to schedule my appointment. So, that'll be a lit thing in the vlog. Anyway, subscribe to Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. What else? Screenshot this and post it on your Instagram story, okay? Post it on your Instagram story. Tag at Constance the Pod. Let me know you made it this far in the episode. Um, I think that's all I need from y'all. Yeah. Love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I'll see you in tomorrow's episode. Look, I'm about to end it, but real quickly. It's crazy how fast the week, like, the week just flies. We're already on Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. It was just Monday. Love it. All right. See you guys in tomorrow's episode. Peace.